what is going on world welcome to another edition of the dojo talk podcast post-retirement edition because i am still retired <laughs> but my name is serial sensei haven't been here in a while it's been spent a good little bit but you know i gotta come back at least one time a year even though i technically didn't do a podcast last year but gotta come back at least one time a year to drop this top 20 favorite album list of 2021 this has been a tradition i used to do it in blog form and then once i started podcasting i transferred it over to that so uh i gotta gotta keep the tradition going man gotta gotta come back and and drop this list on y'all uh real quick little, little church announcements i'm trying not to make this too long but real quick before we get started um as always man shout outs to uh, my co-host antaku uh shout outs to him if you want to follow me elsewhere i'm on twitter at serial sensei on twitch at serial sensei also on ig at serial sensei if you still want to keep up with your boy um speaking of my co-host antaku uh, I ain't going to get too much into it, but we said that there were a couple of fights we would come back for if they actually happened, and we would record a podcast, and it's looking like Tension versus Takaru is actually going to be a thing. We, we can, we're going to hope and pray that it holds up, but if that happens, y'all will hear from us again uh, this year in 2022. I think it's supposed to be around June, I think. Don't hold me to that, but um, yeah, so if that's the thing. We'll be back, and I'm really, 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 really looking forward to that fight and praying, praying and praying and hoping and wishing that that fight <laughs> stays together and they don't get injured or nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, so not gonna try to keep y'all here too long. Um, as always, this is my favorite 20 albums, 2021. You might not like it. And that's fine. This ain't your list. But you can definitely drop your list in the comment section. Uh, let me know albums that you enjoy that were your favorites. I'm always down to find some new music. I'm actually also keeping a Twitter thread um, of every album I listened to this year. I did it for 2021. I'm going to do it again for 2022. More reason to follow me on Twitter. That's kind of where I'm most active. Um, yeah, just so you, if you want to keep up with what I've been listening to, I make Twitter threads and I log every single album uh ep mixtape whatever it is that i listen to from front to back um but that being started uh, with that being said um we're gonna get into this list i'm gonna do this a little different than i have done in former years um in hopes to make this a little shorter um instead of doing the entire list and then going back to talk about albums i'm going to list the album give a quick little blurb about it and just kind of keep it moving uh, from 20 to 1 and of course it wouldn't be a list if didn't have my honorable mentions um, so let's go I kind of cheated I normally only do five honorable mentions I got six <laughs> one snuck in at the last minute I'm not gonna go real too in-depth into these uh, but quick shout outs to these six projects uh, that were honorable mentions uh, Joel Ortiz with Autograph, Salt uh, with Nine, uh, which would have been in my top 20, but I hadn't listened to it in a while. Um, Styles P with Ghosting, Us Kingpin with Bolo, uh, Rezi Pelo Rio, I might have butchered that, uh, Blue with the color blue, and Silk Sonic 
uh, with an evening of Silk Sonic. All albums that I really enjoyed, but they just made it outside of my uh, favorite 20 of the year. Um, and my criteria for these favorite 20, um, to be honest, with all that's been going on in the world, music hasn't really been hitting the same. But my criteria from year to year doesn't really change. It's it's mostly just based on what I listen to the most. I take skill and production and all of that stuff into account, but it's mainly just what I've found myself going back to uh, the most. So, that being said, starting off the list for my favorite albums of 2021, coming in at number 20, we got Mac Ayers with Magic 8-Ball, really dope R&B album. Um, this was would have been a lot higher on my list, but it, I kind of fell off of it probably towards the second half of the year. Um, but it's some really, really just good quality R&B. Um, if I if I did a song of the year list or songs of the year list every time, would definitely be on there. I listen to that song all of the time. Um, so shout out to Mac Ayers. That's a really, really dope project. Uh, coming in at number 19, Va Kill, God's Guns been waiting for a Vakil album since Armor of God which came out in like 2013 or whenever it came out but Vakil came back didn't miss a beat man love the uh Chicago um joint God's got him uh focus um it's Vakil being Vakil if you just want to hear somebody just, just bars on bars on bars no fancy hooks no no catchy joints just Somebody just barring you up. <laughs> this, this the one. But shout out to Vakil, man. Haven't heard from him in quite some time, and dude came back like he has not missed a beat. Uh, God's Guns was a really dope project. Really short. You can get through. I think it's probably under like 30 minutes. Um, but really, really quality project, man. I was really happy to hear from him again. Number 18. Got J Cole with the off season. I like this album, man. J Cole. I feel like he wasn't really chasing uh uh he wasn't chasing a number one hit he wasn't chasing no top 40 dude just came to rap and i feel like that's what he's best at um you hear him on features go off a lot and then you just like would like to hear that on an album and i feel like he kind of did that on this album we 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 got the j cole that showed up to just bar people up just to let dudes know like bro it's not i'm not playing with y'all um, and respect to him for I think he like kicked off the year like he was probably the biggest artist that released at that time because everybody else is kind of quiet and he he came out swinging and I <laughs> I respect that so shout out to J Cole the off season that's number eighteen on my list uh, coming in at number seventeen we got Makami with Pray for Haiti this actually would have been kind of like a lot of albums this would have been higher on my list but I kind of fell off of it towards the second half of the year. Um, but still a really, really dope project. Um, I want to say, this is not my first time listening to Makami, but this is my first time, I think, hearing like an entire album from him. Um, but this is really good, man. Dude can, dude can really rap. Like, <laughs> dude can really, really rap. And if you know me, I enjoy lyricists, people who are nice with the pen. That is Makami down to a T. Um, if you ain't heard of Makami, if you ain't listening to Pray for Haiti, Go ahead, throw that joint on. Album fire. Really fire. Salutes to Matt Kami. Number 16. We got Teller Banks with Hostess, Humani, 
uh, uh, generous. Osta Sumani generous. Hopefully I said that right. Probably butchered it. Uh, but Teller Banks is a newer um, rapper that I've uh, been listening to this year. Um, I actually came across him uh, via Twitter. Uh, shout out to uh, OG Nick Marsh. He actually, I think, was the one who put me on to him. Um, he put out a lot of, he put out like two or three projects this year. Um, the first album I'd ever listened to him was The Grotesque and the Beautiful, which I really enjoyed. Um, and this is more like an EP. It's a really short, really, really short project. It's like four songs. And then the rest of the EP is just the instrumentals of those four songs. Um, but I really like his rap style. Um, his voice, for some, might take a little bit of getting used to. It's kind of, I guess, high pitch would kind of be the way to describe it. Um, but no, I just, I really, I really like his rap style. Um, I love the, what is it, the Starberry Freestyle, Pescara, if that's the name, I think that's the name of the song. Dr. Umar, the whole, the whole EP is, is, is dope. And the production is is on point i'm always looking for newer artists to get into and he has definitely been somebody newer who i've been going back to when he's consistently been putting out projects that i've uh enjoyed but this is definitely probably one of my favorite ones albeit it's really short but uh shout out to teller banks like i said i'm always looking for new artists to listen to teller banks is really dope give that project a listen and if you like this one go listen to grotesque and the beautiful um, he has another one that came out this year, and I don't have it pulled up, so I cannot remember the name of it. But it's dope too. Um, go listen to this stuff. Teller Banks, Hostess Humani, generous. Coming in at number fifteen, we got Tanya Morgan with Don and Vaughn, Don Will and Vaughn P. Back again with another project. Um, I think this is this is probably one of the most underrated albums that I've heard this year. Really, just dope beats and rhymes. I don't really know how else to put it. So good with Cooley High is probably one of my favorite songs this year. I know it was the single, but bro, that that song is just the beat, just everything about that song is so fire. <laughs> I love that song. Um, but nah, this this was another joint that stayed in the rotation. I uh, hope that vinyl still available because I need to I need to go ahead and cop that. But shout out to Don Will and uh, Von P, uh, also known as Tanya Morgan, fire album. So that is Tanya Morgan with Don and Vaughn. Coming in at number 14, we got Mick Jenkins with The Elephant in the Room. Mick Jenkins, always one of my favorite artists to hear from, was elated to hear he was dropping an album. Um, I love Mick, man. Just always thought-provoking, poignant lyrics. He gets straight to the point, but he's very just super poetic with his delivery he, he just he has a way with words that i just really really enjoy listening to um and this this was no different this is definitely up there with it's one of his best projects um is it the best i'm not sure but it's, it's definitely up there it is definitely up there um so if you ain't give that a listen and shout out to the music oh, I, because music this year has been weird so like and i don't I'm really just kind of doing this off the cuff. I mean, I have my list pulled up, but I ain't got no notes. I can't remember the single, but I really enjoyed the music video. Um, I like that the music video is like just as artistic as the song. Um, I just can't remember which <laughs> which song it was at the moment. But Mick Jenkins, Elephant in the Room, Fire Project. Shout out to Mick Jenkins, one of the best lyricists in the game. Dope album. Give that a listen if you haven't. Coming in at number 13. Uh, we got Tall Black Guy with Airplane Mode. 
um at one point this was really high on my list i'm talking top five um this is actually an instrumental project for the most part i think there are a couple of tracks that got vocals but tall black guy man the man don't miss when it comes to production and this is just another one of them tapes bro just just throw this on and just just let it don't hit skip don't don't do nothing just let it go just let it go because this 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 joint right here is it's just one of them perfect albums you just throw on if you got some studying to do if you got some cleaning to do or if you just want to hear some just really dope instrumentals something real good for the soul put on that airplane mode by tall black guy and you will not be disappointed coming in at number 12 uh we have feral Monch. Um, I guess you could also say this album would be under the name 13 because that's the name of the group. Uh, Magnificent Day for an Exorcism. Forgive me because I don't remember everybody that is in the group. So I have this listed as a Feral Monch album. But um, nah man, this I'm always happy to hear from Feral Monch. And when I heard that this album was going to have like a more of a rock sound, I was really intrigued uh, to hear how it would go. And I'm here to say that it is <laughs> it is on point. It is very on point. I just feel like that that rock style, those kind of instrumentals, and it's not like rock like like Lincoln Park, like rock rap. Like it's, it has a real just dark, grungy. I don't know if even that's the right term, but it just it just it fits. It really fits. Um with his voice and his flow patterns as always you already know feral Monch is gonna have really thought-provoking lyrics uh there's concepts whole bunch of <laughs> a lot going on with this album but in a good way it almost felt kind of like to me it almost felt kind of like a sequel to um to ptsd I didn't look that up to see if it was, but I feel like these concepts are very, very, um, very, very close. Um, so if you liked PTSD, you probably would enjoy this. Just the sound is going to take a little bit to get used to. Um, and real quick, I had to pull it up. Uh, the group 13 is Farrell Monch, uh, drummer Jack White, collaborator Daru Jones, and guitarist Marcus Machado from the band 13. Um, so I wanted to give them their just due. But now this this album's really, really dope. Really, really enjoyed it. Anything Feral Monch does, I'm gonna listen to. Um so shout out to him. Feral Monch, also the group 13, a magnificent day for an exorcism. Coming in at number eleven, Skazoo, all the brilliant things. Skazoo gonna Skazoo, bruh. The man is <laughs> like the most one of the most consistent artists I've probably listened to in like the last decade. He's one of those dudes that I, if he puts out something, I'm just going to listen to it because I know, pretty much know I'm going to like it. Um, and all the brilliant things was was no different. Just dope beats. and you, If you listen to Skies, you know what you're going to get, man. You're going to get some good, you get some dope beats. You're going to get a little, little concept tied uh, in here and there. I know he touches a lot on like gentrification and things like that with this album. But, um, Skazoo gonna Skazoo, bro. Man is just, he's really great at what he does, and he just does it super consistently. Uh, so number 11, Skazoo, all the brilliant things. Top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. Number 10, 
favorite album of 2021, we're going to go with Kai, A Martyr's Reward. Kai's another dude that just, you know, his style's not for everybody, that real monotone, very minimal production, but the man's pen game is impeccable. I actually did pull up a line for this one. Uh, cops got us under microscopes to make sure we see cells. No, my first vitamin was iron, but I just wanted to beat 12. Didn't dwell by the seashore, but was sure to see shells to protect the click. It's best to omit details. Bruh. This man is... <laughs> Kaz is different, bro. Kaz is, is different. And he just... He has this way... The way he... Uh, the way he just weaves words to describe just like life's struggles and obstacles. It's just... It's levels above everybody else, man. His his way with words is is crazy. <laughs> it's it's just wild. Um, now nah, he had, he has some joints, man. I'ma need all that. Peace, peace, peace. Wishing, praying, and hoping. I like this album's really good. It's it's really really good. I don't think it's my favorite Kai album. Um, I still think that's gonna be reserved for Orpheus and the. Uh, the Orpheus and the Sirens, I'm probably getting that wrong. I think that's the name of that album. Um, but this is still just another just super solid project uh, that he has under his belt. So shout out to Kai. A Martyr's Reward coming in at number 10. Coming in at number 9, we got Khan with Sunset Crest Drive. Uh, kind of like Teller Banks, Khan is another uh, newer artist that I started listening to this year. Uh, actually, last year. Man, if you look him up on Spotify, Khan is K-A-A-N. Um, dude has like 80,000 albums. <laughs> and all the ones I've listened to are good. Um, this might be my favorite one, though. Um, I think this is his most, I feel like, complete in terms of production, in terms of lyrics. I feel like everything on this one kind of came together. But that hustle joint, man, when that beat dropped, love it <laughs> love it the hustle joint uh what is it Kieros, korea bro khan got some he got some he got some heat on this he got some heat on this um really good lyricist does kind of the the rapid fire style but he's like actually saying something um you know a lot of people be rapping fast but they don't really be talking about nothing but nah he's he's not that bad dude be rapping fast but he's he's got Definitely, um, definitely. What's 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 the word I'm looking for? I was gonna say concepts, but that's that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, content, good content in the bars and in the delivery. Uh, lyrics can be a little cynical <laughs> at times, but I like it, man. Really, really, really talented, talented artist. Shout out to Dead End Hip Hop on um, the Dead End 365. I know they reviewed one of his albums, and th this is a dude who I feel like definitely needs to be talked about more. Um, and he's a guy that if you like one of his projects, just go look him up on Spotify or anywhere his music is available. Cause dude has like 20, 30 albums and most of them, ones I've heard, they're all good. <laughs> and this is just one of the ones he did this year. He put out like three or four albums this year. Um, but this one is definitely my favorite. So number nine, Khan, Sunset Crest Drive. Uh, number eight, we're going to go with Cautious Clay, uh, with Deadpan Love. I really, really enjoy this guy's music. Um, he is somebody who I've 
I would say to this date, I don't think he's put out a song that I don't like. Um, I'm trying to think of how to describe his style because it's, I guess, alternative. It's like alternative R&B. It can be a little popish at times. Um, but I think dude is a, a amazing songwriter. Um, I love vocals are really powerful like you, you you can definitely feel the emotion in the songs um roots is probably that might be my favorite song this year it might be it's 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 up there <laughs> it's up there um cautious clay another another artist last year the artist that i talked about a lot that i felt like more people needed to listen to was Orion's son, and I still feel that way. Listen to her song Concrete if you haven't. Um, Cautious Clay is kind of that guy for this year for me. Like I, I feel like more people should should know who this dude is. Um, but yeah, nah, man. Roots, uh, Spinner, um, Artificial, uh, Irrelevance, um, Shook, Common Friends. This whole album is just dope <laughs> it's really good it's really really good um so if you want some i wonder what do they classify him as i'm actually going to do this in real time what do they classify his music as oh it doesn't say <laughs> but it's, it's definitely in that r&b ish alternative kind of uh kind of lane i haven't classified as r&b and hip-hop eh. you know what i ain't, I ain't gonna argue we ain't, we ain't got time i ain't gonna argue but just just give him a look man cautious clay deadpan love really 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 fire album um would have been higher on my list but like all of these albums in my top 10 I thoroughly enjoyed so I kind of had to just keep this at number 8 uh, but moving along number 7 Little Sims sometimes I might be introvert funny thing is and I'll admit the first time I listened to this I don't think I was really in the mood for it and it just kind of didn't really click with me like I liked it but I was like eh it's alright Left alone, you know, went about my day. Came back a couple days later, put it on. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I see what you did here. Production on this album. Insanity. Like, this album just sounds so grand and big. And you can tell a lot of work just went into the music um, of this album. And I forgot the name of her producer who produced this album, but whoever that is is doing a phenomenal job. Um, and this album is very, very personal, very introspective, um, triumphant. Little Sims definitely, you know, bared her soul, so to speak, on this album over just some illustrious <laughs> production i can't really think of i can't really think of another way to describe it but nah man she 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 killed this um 
I will say I, I kind of like this. This isn't my favorite Little Sims project. I like Gray Area better only because I like the type of production that she did with Gray Area. That it was a lot more. It was a little more rugged. It was a little more rough, kind of in your face. And this is like I said, this this production is real, just elegant and just super just musical and it's it's I, I would imagine that this probably sounds amazing live um but i like the gray area sound better but you, i still can't deny this like this is just a very 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 well crafted just musical experience altogether. um and little sims another artist that pretty much everything i've heard from her every project i've listened to i've I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, so if you've never listened to Little Sims, give her a listen. Not just one of the best artists out of the UK. She's one of the best artists, period, man. She is really, really dope. Uh, so number seven, Little Sims. Sometimes I might be introvert. Number six, uh, we're going to go with LaRange and the Mirror Blade with Imaginary Everything. Um, this actually was my number one or probably number two album until uh, number two, one, and three uh, came out. <laughs> but... Um, I was not familiar with Namir Blade before this. Um, I have to look more into his music, but Laurent is one of my favorite producers, so I had to give this a listen. Uh, this album's really, really, really dope. Um, I like Namir Blade. I like his kind of whimsical, lyrical approach uh, to a lot of these songs. You already know Laurent is gonna kill it on the production tip. Uh, man, to me, just. He has beats that just don't sound like anybody else's. He definitely has his own style that I, that nobody else, I feel like, can really, really replicate. Um, and my God, can we get more Fly Anakin over LaRange beats? Please. <laughs> can we please get more Fly Anakin over some LaRange beats? Because, bro, he sounded great. <laughs> he sounded amazing over um man what was I'm a, I'm a pull, I gotta pull this joint up gassed up he sounded amazing over that um but nah man this 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 album has some dope cups man nihilism uh, gassed up like I mentioned shotgun somebody's anthem it's just dope it's dope man Larange and, and the mirror really came through this album super fire I hope I can find a way to get a physical copy of this. Cause it's definitely one of my favorite projects of the year um but if you have not heard of these two give this album a listen it is very 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 good <laughs> i would not steer you in the wrong direction all right we into the nitty-gritty man top five well heavy hitters in this top five i ain't gonna lie to you at any point any of these top five probably could have been one um number five Flying Lotus with the Yasuke soundtrack. Bro. Why is this soundtrack so good? <laughs> Why is this soundtrack so good? You can feel how you want to feel about the Yasuke anime. For those that don't know, uh, this is an anime soundtrack. Um, Yasuke is on Netflix if you haven't watched it. Covers the story of uh, the first Black Samurai. Uh so on and so forth if you're interested in, in watching it but the soundtrack bro this joint is just nuts like it's so good 
I wish I could just say more, but Flying Lotus is an alien, like, even the cover, when you look at the cover of the soundtrack, you already know this is about to be fire. Bro, this soundtrack is amazing. It's, it's, I can't really go into anymore. It's, it's so, the closing song Between Memories might be one of my favorite songs this year. It's also the song that is the ending theme of the anime. But everything on here, man, it's just, he really, he, let this man do every anime soundtrack, bro. I, I wish I could give y'all more, like, descriptions, but this soundtrack is just, you know, if you know Flying Lotus, you just, you just know the man is just a production, just, like, wizard, bro. He, he doesn't miss, and this, from start to finish, is just magical. Like, it's, it's... This is an amazing project. I am so happy that I was able to get a vinyl copy of this because this joint right here, bro. This joint is different. It is different. Um, I'm running out of words to really describe it. Flying Lotus, the Yasuke soundtrack. Give that joint a listen. Mostly an instrumental soundtrack. There are a couple of tracks with vocals, but it's mostly instrumentals. But it is amazing, amazing, amazing music. Keeping the instrumental theme going. This year is so long that I forgot this album came out this year until I went back and looked it up. Um, coming in at number four, man, Mad Lib with Sound uh, Sound Ancestors. Just like Flying Lotus Boy, Mad Lib, Alien. The, the instrumentals on this are just... Sometimes I just be wanting to like pip, pick people's brains. Like, how did you... How'd you do this? <laughs> how'd you... What happened? How'd you how'd you figure this out? Cause bro, this man This could have been number one, if I'm being honest. Bro, this every just every song I'm just like, bro, how did you what was on your mind when you crafted this? Cause this is it had to have been the ancestors. Maybe that's why it's called sound ancestors. Maybe somebody from from way back when spoke to him and they cracked the code or they unlocked a scroll i don't know i don't know but i know the, the 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 album amazing from front to back from front to back just nuts <laughs> it's rare that instrumental albums are this high on my list but bro this was just this was another level man this was another level uh and thank god i was also able to get a final copy of this shots to mad lib Number four on the list was Sound Ancestors. Top three, top three, top three. Number three, Grip. I die for this. Bro, Grip has quietly been on an amazing run of putting out albums. Um, for those that don't know, Grip is an MC, I believe, from Atlanta. I think, I'm pretty sure when I did my favorites of 2019, Snub Nose was on there because Snub Nose is a phenomenal project and this this is his official debut album i think under shady and boy did he kill it bro hands up and the eulogy read mama told me placebo with royce gutter with uh wara um what's the, what's the other joint what's the other joint the locks the locks joint this man is like a he's an amazing talented like lyricist to me in every sense of the word 
because he can do everything, man. He he knows how to craft songs. He knows how to be witty. He can be introspective. He can hit you with punchlines. Um, he can hit you with concepts. Like this whole album is kind of like a concept, bro. Like he, this dude is. He's another dude, man. He's he's different. If you have not listened to Grip yet, bro, listen to I Die for This. Listen to Snub Nose. Uh, listen to the Halo EP. I think it was it called the Halo EP. I think that's what it's called. Um, listen to his 2017 album Porch. Just listen to the progression and how much better he has gotten. And dude, it's, this album is just, it's just it's really really it should have been talked about more. I feel like. Um, Bro, if you see any top hip-hop album of the year list and this ain't on there, that list is wrong. <laughs> I am telling you, the list is invalid. There aren't many rappers that put out a better album this, than this this year. I promise you there aren't. If we take it in terms of the total package, in terms of concepts, production, lyricism, delivery, everything. There's nothing this album doesn't do well. Um, so shout out to Grip. Album's amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Anything you put out, I'm listening to. Uh, so number three, Rip. I died for this. Coming in at number two, could have been number one. Almost was number one. We got Leon Bridges with Gold Digger Sound. Leon Bridges, really amazing R&B dude. I'm super impressed with just the trajectory that his careers went in terms of sound. Cause I still remember listening to his first album coming home and he just sounded like uh, an artist that just kind of mimicked that like 60s and 70s soul sound and I was hoping that he wouldn't get pegged in that box and with every album since then he has found ways to reinvent his sound and this is just amazing just R&B like th there isn't a skippable song on here Born Again with Robert Glasper great why You Don't Touch Me, Magnolias, Show Enough, Sweeter with Terrace Martin. Shout out to Terrace Martin for the Drones album. I, if I would have got a chance to spend more time with it, it might have made my list even as an honorable mention, but I, just, I didn't get to sit with it that much. But shout out to Terrace Martin. Blue Maces, which might be one of my favorite songs of the year. Definitely my favorite song on the album. Leon Bridges just makes... If you... People just be saying, you know, pe people that say R&B is dead, or maybe male R&B is dead, listen to this. This is great. It's amazing. All the way through. I'm not a numbers guy, but I just I got the track list and pulled up on Spotify where all these songs got over a million plays, and they all should. Because <laughs> this album is phenomenal. This is really good. Also happy. Got a vinyl copy of this as well. Leon Bridges, man. Just a really, really talented R&B artist. And this album is just... From front to back, there's not... It's not a thing I would change on here. He can do the slow ballads... He can do stuff a little more upbeat. But anything he does is good. It don't matter what style he chooses to hit you with. It's it's he's going to deliver. So that is number two, Beyond Bridges with Gold Digger Sound. Which brings us to number one. Number one, number one, my favorite album of 2021. Bro, this ain't no question, bro. Nas, King's Disease 2. What we talking about? <laughs> what we talking about, bro? The pressure. What we talking about? 40 side. 
What are we talking about? EPMD2. What are we talking about? Store run. Moments. Nobody. What are we talking Count me in. Compose. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Nas and Hit Boy, man. What are we talking about? Why is this album so good? Why Nas sound like he's 20 again? <laughs> like, bro. It's crazy to be that Nas has been in the game for this long and he sounds this good. I don't care if Hit Boy the only producer he worked with for the rest of his life, because this album right here, this is just Nas sounding like vintage Nas. Like, bro, this it's everything you want from a Nas album. Great lyricism, vivid, vivid imagery. You know he's gonna give you some some good quality. Know, some good quality content um i like that he's kind of it seems like embracing the idea you know of working more with the the younger artists the youthful artists you know kind of like bridging that gap and i like that you know with hit boy the production it sounds like nods but it's still like a modern sound like all that whole nods picks terrible beats that's gone gone miss me with that because <laughs> that's not a thing no more bro this album's amazing. And I, I can't not mention the Magic album, which isn't on my list, only because I felt like it would have been a little disingenuous to put it on. Some might argue that Magic is better than this. I don't say so only because I've listened to King's Disease 2 more. But Magic is fire too, bro. This man put out potentially two, <laughs> two number one albums in one year. Because Magic is another album that's phenomenal. But we're going to stick to King's Disease 2 for now. But, bro, he sounds so just... I love on 40 side, him rapping over that more. Trap kind of production. Him switching the flow up. Death Row East was just a really, really dope story. Some people hate it on the EPM, uh, EPMD2 track with Eminem. I didn't think that track was that bad. And I actually liked Eminem verse. Um, Store Run is probably... My favorite song. I just I love how soulful that that beat is. Um, nobody <laughs> with Lord Hill, with Lord Hill talking about. Uh, don't ask if I'm late. I'm saving souls or whatever it is. She said <laughs> that was that was a wild bar. But uh, <laughs> shout out to Lord Hill. Um, yeah, Hit Boy rapping on composure and he actually sounded pretty dope. Count me in, bro. This, this album is just. This is what I've wanted from Nas since we got that terrible Kanye album. And don't get me wrong, I really liked Kings, the, the first King's Disease. But this one to me is leagues better than that one. They, him, him and Hit Boy have just really found a pocket and it feels like they can't miss. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not a thing I would, I would change about this. It's not a single thing. Um, it, it is a bit long, 51 minutes, because, you know, nowadays we normally get that 40 and below uh, run time. But it's all good, so I'm not really going to complain, because it's, it's all fire. Like, it's all, <laughs> it's all really, really good. It's not really much else I can say, man. Nas is just... The man is just on a—he's on another level right now. He is on another level, and with Hit Boy on the production, it just—it doesn't feel like they can miss. Um, so listen to King's Disease too. 
If you ain't hear the Magic album that snuck out right at the end of the year, listen to that because that joint is phenomenal as well. Nas out here just being goat, be being a goat. At how many ever years in the game, I don't know the math, but I know dudes over like 40 years old, people his age ain't supposed to sound as good. But he he is floating, <laughs> he is floating over these tracks, bro. Floating over these tracks. Um, it's Nas being Nas, man. What else? What else can you say? Favorite album of 2021, man. Nas with King's Disease 2. And, um, yeah. I don't really got much else to say, man. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. This episode still ran long. I tried, y'all. I promise I did. <laughs> but. I'm glad I did this. I meant to get this actually out in 2021, but um, life happened. I just wasn't able to get around to it. So, but you know, it's, it's still early in 2022, so I, I got it done in somewhat orderly, timely, uh, timely fashion. But um, I appreciate y'all for listening. Once again, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash serial sensei. I stream on Mondays, Tuesdays. And Thursdays, you can hit me up on Twitter, also at Serial Sensei, also on Instagram at Serial Sensei. Buy my book, The Oddball Chronicles, Volume Two, in uh, in in stores or in, in Amazon. <laughs> now, Amazon for physical copies, digital copies available in a, a million different platforms. You can go look it up. Um, and follow my YouTube channel, uh, Serial Sensei Four One O on YouTube. Um, I try to drop videos every week. Uh, which means I should probably record something very soon. Uh, <laughs> but I, I try to put out content on there every week. Uh, I'm gearing to more gearing more towards uh, commentary type videos over there. So check that. Uh, check the YouTube out if you haven't. And uh, yeah, and like I said earlier, man, the Dojo Talk podcast for all my fight fans. And that Takaru tension happened. If it happened, you know, and Taku gonna be back. Gonna be bike talking about them fist cuffs. Look out for it. Be a couple months from now, but as long as the combat guys don't pull a fast one on us, we should have it. But yeah, that's all I got for today, man. My name is Serial Sensei. These have been my favorite 20 albums of 2021. Once again, drop your list in the comments. Uh, let me know what y'all been listening to. Would love to hear from you. And that is all I got. Y'all be safe. Hope New Year's treated you well. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Drink water. And I will see y'all next time.